I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. He is Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? The bat is back. Jalen Rose delivers with the bat. You know he's fired up when he's got the bat because we've got some great things to discuss. The first thing is Jason Tatum at the premiere of Point Gods, the New York City Point Gods. He was asked about the rumors surrounding a potential Kevin Durant trade that would bring Durant to Boston. Here's what Tatum had to say. I don't make anything of it. I just play basketball. Do you have a dream team? To play on? If St. Louis had a team, that'd be the team I would oh. play. Chase, what do you, what you think of playing with Kevin? I mean, I played with him during the Olympics, obviously. You know, he's a great player. Uh, but that's not my decision. You know, uh, I love our team. I love the guys that we got. He did the right thing. You know, he's an athlete, he's a professional. He knows how to handle his media questions. He knew he'd be asked about it. But what do you read into his comments? So first off, shout to KD's business partner and manager, Rich Kleiman and KD, who produced the NYC Point Gods documentary. We had Mark Jackson on, talked about Steph Marbury, Ray for Austin, God Sham Guy, Kenny Anderson. So really, they turned the premiere of this documentary into a celebration of basketball, which is really smart. And so now you get players showing up, understanding that the cameras are going to be there, but this is a non-prompted scenario where it's it, it, it's not gonna be like the sophisticated setup for like an NBA Finals. You saw he was outside, looked like he was about to play street ball. So what happens is now, you get bombarded with questions that you knew were going to happen, but you now realize you need to answer them. That's what I saw in his eyes. It's like, yep. I actually probably should have stayed home today. I didn't realize <laughs> I that, that too. <laughs> they were going to be asking me about playing with KD. I'm just now putting this together, I right? I was going to watch a movie, have some drinks and chill. <laughs> exactly. And so here's the overarching thing for Jason Tatum in the Boston Celtics. Here's the dichotomy, Jacoby. If they keep the team the way it is, if they keep the team as constructed, he's the best player. They trade for Kevin Durant, he's not the best player anymore. That's a a major dynamic for a player like him who's an ascending superstar talent who just Played in, I think it's third or fourth conference final, his first NBA final. Beat Kevin Durant in the first round. Shot him down. Was blocking his shot. Played very well, obviously, against the Bucks, even though they didn't have Middleton. And beat Giannis. And so the, the, the teams beating Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. So, like, you're ascending now. Each of the best players in the East have won the East. 
except Joel Embiid. So Jason Tatum has done that. So now when they ask him the question, do you say, I love Juice, I love JB, I want to keep the team the way it is and run it back? Or do you say what he said? KD's a great player. As a matter of fact, I actually played with him before. And so I understand that this will change his relationship within the team. Because when Ime Adoka's in the huddle right now, and there's a big play late in the game, they're gonna drop the play for Jason Tatum. Mm -hmm. You add Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum becomes the second option. So, of course, everybody wants to win, but I don't necessarily see this deal happening. But man, I'll tell you what, if I'm the Nets and we're talking about KD in a trade with the Celtics, you gotta be talking to me about Jason Tatum. In well, we know we we know about your negotiation skills as GM Jalen, who we'll talk to in a second. But you said if they don't make the trade and keep it as is, he is the best player on the team, and I agree with you there. However, if they do make the trade, whether it's you know Jalen Brown, you throw in maybe Marcus Smart and some picks to get it done, right? Yeah, Jason Tatum's no longer the best player on the team, but that team gives them a better chance to win a championship. Don't you agree with that? Any team that adds KD gives you a better chance to win a championship. It puts you closer to your goals. But it breaks down the dynamics of everything that they've built. And here's the other thing you got to pay attention to. And you know, I've done a GM Jalen segment and have acknowledged that I wouldn't basically trade KD for anyone, and especially since he has years left on his deal. We had Stackhouse come on and we talked about it. Mark Jackson came on and we talked about it. However, if you're the Boston Celtics, are you really blowing up everything to get KD? That's the question you gotta ask yourself, Jacoby. Mm -hmm. I would do what it took to try to pair him with Jason Tatum if that could happen. But in the Celtics dynamic, I don't think that they're prepared to necessarily do that. You know what? Let's talk to GM Jalen. I want to talk to him. Let's do it. Jalen Rose, GM Jalen, is the GM of the Nets. I'm the GM of the New Orleans Pelicans, and I'm giving him a call. What up, though? Hello, Mr. Rose. So good to talk to you. I hope you had some time off the summer, but I know your phone has been ringing with all these Kevin Durant rumors. And as the GM of the Pelicans, you know what? I'm going to make that all end because I have an amazing offer for you. Brandon Ingram, you've seen what, how he has ascended to be a superstar. And two young, great players. Herb Jones, the talk of the league last year. Trey Murphy, two great young players and three first-round picks. Three first-round picks. I'll let you select your favorites from the dozen-plus first-round picks I have. And all I need in return is Kevin Durant. GM Jalen, you're going to get that done, right? Good morning. Thank you for calling. It, it, the summer was uh, it was too long because we were the only know. playoff team that didn't win a game. I know. So, I know. A, a frustrating offseason. Should probably you shake know. some things up. Uh, KD does have four years left on his deal, you know. Um, yeah. I, I love B.I. Like, Me the too. improvement into this game as a ball handler, as a passer, leading the Pelicans the way he did without Zion. Like, he's one of my favorite young players and prospects in the entire league. 
you actually have my attention because you mentioned his name. Great. I'll send the paperwork to the league. No. What? Um, but 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 let me let me ask you a different question. What's that? Those three first round picks mm-hmm. that you're trying to give me. Yeah, Zion's yeah. gonna come back to a team that didn't make the playoffs, which means that they they're gonna be late twenties. Okay. Right. What's up with my guy Grand Theft Alvarado? Tell him I said what up though. I love him. <laughs> oh, I, I'll throw him in. I'll throw him in there. You yeah, know, he's coming back the to the done? East Coast. I'll throw, I'll, I'll right. throw Grand Theft in there. <laughs> I guess I get it done. No, I, I don't think. What, what, let's you talk. About, what, what's up what? with Zion? Let, I've got another deal for you. I've got another deal for you. Now, there might be right, some complications with, with this designated rookie thing, yeah, but you can figure up, that Zion? out. Zion okay. Williamson, Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, three first-round picks, and we get Kevin Durant. I'm considering this. You're considering this. All right, well, guess what? I'll take it over the top. The cherry on top of this Sunday, the Zion Mount Zion Sunday, the cherry right on top of the peak of that Mount Zion Sunday, Alvarado tossing him in two. No, that, that's, that's not enough. That's what? Not enough. Um, you, you know what? Here's what else you can give me. I want Willie Green, their coach, also. Hmm. Let's do okay. a deal. I'm, I'm We're going to sure center it around Zion that. and Willie you Green. You know what? Done. Done. This is the first time in the history of the GM Jalen segment that we have a deal. Zion, Jones, Murphy, Willie Green. Three first-round picks. You're going to have to figure out the Ben Simmons restrictions, but that's on you. I'll send the paperwork to the league. I'm glad we got this done. I'm hanging up before you change your mind. Woo-hoo-hoo! I ain't doing that, D. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> You said you, you would. Hey, make sure you call the league. We not doing that. Jalen Rose, I have a simple question for you. Something that's been bubbling under the surface in the news in the NBA that no one's really discussing. What is going on with Colin Sexton? I expected him to be on the Cavs or a team by now. Let me give you sort of his options at the moment. So he could reportedly sign a deal worth three years, $40 million, about $13.3 million a year, sign a qualifying offer and become an unrestricted free agent next year, or he can go out and get an offer from another team. If you were him, what would you do? And why do you think the market has been a little unexpectedly quiet for Sexton? Well, he's in a great spot, but a unique spot because as a young player and, and following him since college, playing for Avery Johnson. So I, I, I've watched him up close and, and he's a terrific athlete. He has great speed. Um, he's shown that he can be a scorer. Like all young players, he has things to improve on. His passing in particular off the dribble and getting other guys involved and his defense. But what happened is he got injured. And so Darius Garland not only replaced him, but became an all-star and a franchise (laughs) point guard, right? So now that's what happened to his market. And so if you're another team, you're not just saying, hey, I'm going to bring you in, give you a max deal to come run the point, a la Jalen Brunson, because he didn't necessarily do it in the playoffs yet. But he is a really good young player. I would love to have him on my team. And so if he doesn't want to be in Cleveland anymore, he will have a chance to reinvent himself in a place like Indiana or a place like San Antonio. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But at some point, I think he he's not as good as Shea Gildress Alexander, but he he now is in the position to prove if he can elevate to be your starting point guard going forward. That still remains to be seen Jaylen, if he can lead a really good team. 
You know me very well. You know exactly why I want him to stay in Cleveland, right? Why is that? The Sexland nickname. I want my backcourt to be called <laughs> Sexland. You know what I mean? Like, like oh, it's perfect. You got to stay in Cleveland. Come on, dog. Jalen, I want to talk to you about the Michigan Wolverine football team because the schedules came out and something interesting happened. Michigan, there's only two Power Five football teams. Two that do not play non-conference, that play no non-conference games against Power Five teams. One of those two teams is Michigan. ESPN is saying that Michigan has the easiest Power Five schedule. Jalen, 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 are they engineering themselves into wins outside of the conference schedule? Uh, f- first off, we, we, we're not going to get holier and thou about the sanctity of the game, right? Okay. You okay. have the Big Ten that's going to have 25 teams before it's all over. Um, the SEC, who has a couple of different conferences, okay. the best conference in uh, college football. And then you have Georgia paying their coach over $100 million. Are we going to address the schedule this year for the Wolverines? Yes. And, and okay. So let, let's not act like teams don't play cupcakes, so to speak. And let me just say this. When you're Michigan, you're the team that's writing the check, Jacoby. This is all about money, money, money. You want to be undefeated when you're playing outside the Big Ten. Because guess what happens when you play in the Big Ten and they just added USC to go with Michigan State, Ohio State, the improving teams in the conference. If we win the conference, we getting in the college football playoff regardless. Well, it seems like that now because I think they take strength of schedule into account and I think this could ultimately hurt the Wolverines if they take one or two losses within the conference. See, that, that's, really what, that. That, that's, that's not true. If we win the Big Ten, we go into the college football playoff. Well, hopefully we'll have that discussion. Hopefully we'll be having that discussion when the time comes in December. What we need to be doing is making sure we taking care of players with that NIL. Well, a gentleman who used to be a college football coach is no longer, and some former players that played for him in Jacksonville are taking shots. We'll tell you about that right after this. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thank you for checking in on television, but don't forget to follow the, the Jalen and Jacoby podcast where we get to talk about all the things they don't let us talk about on television during the exclusive content. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby coming to you live 
from the Seaport here in New York City and brought to you by Chase. Jalen, Josh Allen is a quarterback for the Bills, but Josh Allen also plays for the Jaguars, and the Jaguars' Josh Allen was celebrating his new coach, Doug Peterson, and maybe kind of taking some little shots at Urban Meyer. Man, it feels good to be... <laughs> To be a part, you know, just to be a part of professional locker room, not only in the locker room, but when you talk to the coaches, it's a professional setting. You know what I'm saying? You know, as guys, as grown men, we need to understand that. He puts it in a way we can understand it and grow. He's not getting on us. He's letting us know it was real. And he's talking to us like grown men. And, you know what I'm saying? With that, nothing but respect. We want to grow. We want to be great. And plus, he has the respect uh, in, in, his, in his resume. Jalen, he never said Urban Meyer's name, but there's some inferences there, isn't there? He basically said they didn't respect Urban Meyer. He treated them like college kids, and he handled an NFL locker room unprofessional. And when you look back at the journey, I want to give the Jaguars also some blame. Because when you know you're about to get Trevor Lawrence, and you can go out with a blank check, so to speak, and hire anybody to help navigate ushering him in as a number one pick at quarterback, they chose Urban Meyer. <clears throat> That's who they chose. And so when he got the gig, to me, it was like found money for him. It was like already an all-time great in college. I'm doing my thing on TV. Y'all gonna pay me how much? Of course I'll come and be Trevor Lawrence, wink, wink, guru. As a matter of fact, when we lose a game, I ain't flying back with y'all. I ain't flying back with y'all. I'm about to stay at my spot. You know what you know I'm saying? What spot, you know what spot we're talking about? The Pint House. <laughs> Urban Meyer famously joined, had a little enjoyment at the Pint House, and uh, maybe enjoyed himself a little too much. That was part of the sort of downfall of Meyer in Jacksonville. We did some research. Not only the Pine House is still standing, but Urban Meyer's Chop House has been sold and renamed. Jalen, we're going to take a field trip to the Pine House before this season is over. Got some other football news. This involves Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Looks like Tom Brady has a new weapon. Future Hall of Famer Julio Jones agreed to a one-year deal with the Bucs. How effective after watching him in Tennessee last year do you think Julio will be in Tampa? It just shows you how, like, Tom Brady starting in the NFL and playing at an MVP level at 45 years old as the GOAT already in seven championships is incredible. So what happens is now you get a chance to see Evans and Godwin playing with Julio. Like, like you never would have thought that you see that. You know no. what I'm saying? And longevity and Julio being a vet has a lot to do with it. Injuries has a lot to do with it. His key season was cut short last year for the Titans deal with injuries. But however, he's not going to have to play like a heavy load, so to speak, with this team. Because as you look at the older players that they've amassed since Brady was there, they've done <laughs> yeah, a really like good a, job like of a, managing over them. Over 30 league team. I love this list yeah, right but, here. But, they, but they're managing them, though. So... It ain't like he got to come in and be catching 10 balls a week. What mm. I want to see from Julio that I never truly got a chance to see with Matt Ryan, can he and Tom Brady consistently hook up in the red zone? Like, you look at Julio's height and strength and his ability and future Hall of Famer, it always frustrated me. And you know, spending so much time in Atlanta and going to their games, I'm like, 
they can necessarily connect to me in the red zone in particular the way I felt like they should. Let's see if that changes with Tom Brady. It reminds me a little bit about what John Wall said. He's like, now I'm going to be the third option, so I'm going to have the third best defender on me. And I feel like with that receiving core and the tight ends and all the weapons they have, that Julio's going to get some very favorable matchups in the red zone, and he'll going to catch some touchdowns. Jalen, sometimes there's some video that comes out that we need to break down in detail. You and I need to go to the table. Jalen, this topic involves the Detroit Lions and their head coach. We love Dan Campbell. One thing we love about Dan Campbell is his diet. We know what he likes to eat. We know exactly what he likes to eat. We're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going to bite a kneecap off. And Dan Campbell was working those knees at training camp. Check out your head coach, Dan Campbell, doing up-downs with the team. Look at that form. See all the players using their knees to get back up? Dan Campbell's knees don't touch the ground. (laughs) Here's the only thing I got to say about this video. I apologize. I need to be there working out with my guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, if, if we, we going to go 13 and 4, like I'm predicting, like I got to be more invested. So I need to get there. I, I feel like if you were there, if you were there, they're doing up-downs. If you were there, they'd just be downs. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just lock down and just stay there until everyone else is done. I, I'll be like, hey, guys. What y'all are doing is called workouts. I want to introduce you guys to executive workouts. Executive workouts. So we're I know at the you facility with the steam room and the sauna and the hot tub. So I'll Jaylen, be in there. Let's take a look at the Lions schedule because you have them going 13 and 4. We went through the schedule on the pod 13 and 4. So I see one win already. That's week six, the bye week. Can't lose there. But I'm looking at this. I don't know how. I don't even know how they lose four games. They're probably. I'm going after watching that video. I'm going 14 and 3. Probably 14 and 3. Well, everybody knows as a diehard, the opposite of Jacoby, who's a die easy. I mm-hmm. look at the schedule every year in July and say we're going to win 11 games. Yep. The problem is at the end of the season, the records normally flip from my prediction. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that doesn't have to sh- happen this Hopefully year. Hopefully it doesn't. But uh, there is actually one loss on the schedule. That's week 18 against Green Bay because, as you said, they'll be resting their players. You know what I mean? They're, they're, yeah, no they'll doubt. be resting their players. No yeah, doubt. So it's, we'll be getting it's ready week for the 18. Playoffs. They'll already exactly. have their selves clinched. They're going to rest their players, no get ready doubt. for the playoffs. That makes a lot no of sense. Jalen, one of your favorite football players, someone who's on your fantasy team year after year after year, is no longer going to be available on Fantasy Draft Day. We salute Chris Carson right after this. Noon Saturday, we have the Storm Against the Mystics, ESPN. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, I can't believe we're still doing this. Brittany Griner remains detained in Russia. Wrongfully detained way too long. We here at Jalen and Jacoby just wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. Jalen, I've got some really bad news for you. One of your favorite NFL players, always in your fantasy team, will no longer be available when you draft your team this year. I know, retiring due to a neck injury. And the thing I've always liked about Chris Carson, and I want to wish him luck in his retirement, is he's actually a three-down back. Can run between the tackles fast enough to get outside, can catch out of the backfield. Hate to see him retiring so very young, but it's always good to be able to walk away from the game. Just like we're going to walk away from this show and see y'all tomorrow. Love. Mother's Day is around the corner. 
Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen, I've got a follow-up update on one of our favorite sports stories from the summer. It might involve a gentleman who plays quarterback for the Jets. <laughs> Zach Wilson. He's so messy. <laughs> broke up with his girlfriend. They broke up. She ends up dating his roommate from college, a wide receiver for the Commanders. And so then, let's talk about Karen. Let's talk about that point. I want to break. Can I get to each point? Let's 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 start there for a second. Okay, sure. Let's start there. You know what? I'm gonna so, find out so, his name while you talk. How about that? So, let's, so look, let's, let's yeah, do some journalism. Please do that. So let me get this right. Now let let me call out everybody involved. So I'm Zach Wilson. And I'm a quarterback. My roommate is a wide receiver. When from college, I break up with when I break up with my girlfriend, he gets with her. Mm-hmm. Is now that what we said? don't know. We don't know what happened though. Okay, we don't know why they broke up. We Correct. don't know. If maybe she. Maybe this is a revenge situation. We don't know if Zach Wilson did dirty. Maybe she did Zach Wilson dirty. We don't really know exactly how that works. However, there's a lot of people in the world, and I think when you end up with the best friend of your ex, that's just messy to begin with. And I'm trying to well, find that, this Well, that's more than name. messy. That, that's more than messy. That means you already been eyeballing the entire time. You that, ain't yeah, really no friend. That's a great point. You've been eyeballing the whole time. That's Both ways. Point. Both ways. Her too. Great point. Well, so, like, we, we, we can talk about, they both have power here. Because she could say, I ain't going to be messing with his ex-roommate that's his friend and teammate. And he can say, I ain't going to be messing with her because she was dating my friend and teammate. So they both messy. Please continue. So his name is Dax Milne. Just wanted to get that right because we're journalists. He's That's a, why he ain't make the league. Karma. Keep going. He's in the league. He's a, he plays for the Commanders. Oh, he does? Commanders. Oh, that's yep. why he is in the league then. He might win. He might be the best receiver this year then. So Zach <laughs> is going to win MVP and he going to win the Belitnikoff Award? No, that's in college. No, no, no. Uh, they, I'm sure it's a Jerry Rice. Probably, if I would name it after Jerry Rice, if I was naming stuff. But we have an update. Well, then, she accused him in the comments on Instagram of Ooh, sleeping, with, sleeping with his best friend's mom. Mm, okay? That's just, that that's was her just... accusation. Jeez. So then I did some internet research and her, her, his mom's got a lot of friends, right? So I don't know who, they all look the exact same. So I don't even know if Zach Wilson knows which one he slept with, if he slept with her in the first <laughs> place, because they all look the exact same. And 
Now his mom is on Instagram claiming that she's being followed by media, trash media following her to the gym. I don't know if that's true or not, but um, you know, some tells me this will blow over, uh, Miss Wilson. Well, a couple right. of things. We wouldn't be talking about the receiver for the Commanders or Zach Wilson on this particular show if it wasn't because of this topic. So based on that alone, I would not be surprised that there are now people now more conscious to who his mom is. Mm-hmm. And like you, more conscious to who her friends are, who's supposed to be... Who, Journalist if they stuff. look like me, would be his aunties that he wouldn't <laughs> be eyeballing. And then the aunties that are friends with your mom wouldn't be eyeballing their nephew slash son. God's no. son. No. You know what I mean? That's crazy. So. The Elon Musk rumors was out there. Now this. Um. Uh, Barstool Sports is, you know, they do a good job. And they've done a really good job of hyping two UFC fighters, uh, Meatball Molly and Patty. Patty the Batty, right? They're from Liverpool. They're scousers. They've got great personalities. And um, Drake won a couple bets. Big bets. Drake bets big. Drake needs to chill out. Jalen Rose at the blackjack table, $50. Jalen's rich. Drake is, is wealthy, but he needs to be chill out, man. He's betting like a million dollars on UFC undercards and stuff. Like, chill out, my guy. I know you're rich, but still, like, that. You, JRLA could do a lot with that million dollars. Yes, you know real. what I mean? And uh, I will also say this, that uh, if you want to help, you can go to jrladetroit.com. And he decided, he told them that he's going to buy them Rolex watches for their wins because he helped them win bets. And that Rolex watch is probably worth as much as they get paid for the fights because there's some up-and-coming fighters. But it did get me thinking about something, Mr. Rose. You remember how I feel guilty after I tip, after a good night at the blackjack table, I count up all the money that I tip the dealers. I'm like, I just gave $300 to strangers. You know, yep. what I mean? like, like, cause I've been going on runs sometimes, and if I win a blackjack, like, here's twenty five. And then, like, after four or five hours, oh, it happened seven times. That's hundred seventy five right there. And the five dollar chips and the ten dollar chips that comes out there is, is I think this is a bad practice. They did their job. They won you some money, but depending on how much they won you, I'm not buying you a Rolex. Am I being cheap? He's buying a Rolex for the fighters that won him money. Yeah, it's like so, tipping the dealer, basically. Yes. I, so, so let me give you a different way to think about it. You made a lot of money this year off the backs, the bets, Burrow and Chase. Mm, yeah. Oh, Josh but Allen too. I, I got buy Josh Allen something. And right. the year before, Josh Allen on the Russian TDs. Like, yep. You got rich off of those. Like, so if you saw them, I don't bet that big. But look, but I'm just talking about in a, I'm, I'm just talking about rich as a confident better sure. and yes. a consistent winner yes. with those bets. And so if you saw Josh Allen, you would thank him. Oh yeah. I would definitely thank him. Right? If you, you when when you see Chase, you're gonna thank him. You're gonna be definitely. like, dog, good looking. Appreciate you. You caught two TDs that week. I want a thousand. Good looking. I appreciate you. 
I'm right. Venmo you five dollars right now. Boom! Ding, ding, ding! <laughs> My point exactly. And they make more money than you. So <laughs> if you're more. Drake and you make more money than them, and you bet on them and they win, that's just taxes. He's showing them love. Okay. Okay. Um, shout out to our colleague. Uh, Ryan Clark and the pivot. And uh, one thing that was said when Kevin Hart was on there is Channing Crowder said he goes to a nudist colony with his wife every year. And it just got me thinking. It got me thinking. Would my wife and I enjoy a quick stay at a nudist colony? Because I have no shame. I don't mind being nude. Like, I'm not the dude in the locker room that, like, covers himself up all the time. Like, I'm, I, I'm old. <laughs> you know, we all got the same parts. Like, I have no shame about my nudity, right? But my question for you is, is it even on the board to go to a nudist colony? So, a couple of things. <laughs> we got to have a segment called A Couple of Things, because you start basically everything with that. I don't know if you know that about yourself. <laughs> a couple of things. Yeah, because that's a loaded question. I know. You know so I like it. Usually, a lot of, usually a lot of, maybe it's, it's know, usually I got, got more than, than a couple. one pitch. I'm Mariano yeah, Rivera with the cutter, yeah, but I'm also Randy Johnson with the fastball. Yeah. And, I, and I'm at the plate like Shohei, you know what I'm saying? Of course. So, I'm not criticizing you. I just like it. So, a couple of things. In a sports context and in like even like a personal context, like I'll I'll change anywhere to save time. <laughs> yeah, you know as long as I'm about not offending me. anybody or exposing myself illegally yeah. to females or whatever. Like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm the kind of person I pull into the parking structure and I got on a t-shirt and I'm about to go into a business or a bank. I walk around the turn around the wall and change my shirt. Or whatever. Oh, I like this. Like, or like this. change my shorts. Like, I'll yeah. do that easy, right? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, and, and if, I'm, if I'm late for the game, I'll, you know how many of the times I've been in the back of a cavern over and changed into my basketball uniform? Right. Hundreds, hundreds. Right. So many times at work, you see me at work, I duck in anywhere to go change real quick. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Of course. And so, in a, in a sports context, i just been in locker rooms my whole life. So, that part of me is desensitized. So I could be naked, I could be showering, I could be, it don't matter, whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's normal to me. I've been playing sports my whole life. But as, like, in my personal life, like, I don't want everybody seeing me naked. Like, You're too I famous, want, too. You're too yeah. famous. You know what I mean? People are going to take pictures of you. I got a secret there. for you. I got a secret for you. He is, too. But he's not. He, he's, an, he's an excellent personality. He's an excellent football player. But he's not, he's not as recognizable as you are. Correct. But here's the point. Somebody can still snap him and put it on the internet. And when you can look down at Twitter, he's going to be a trending topic. Let's 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 say it's a no cell phone. They it's like a it's like a Dave Chappelle show. They confiscate your cell phone before you go to the beach or the pool. I'm not an exhibitionist. To me, that's what they do. Okay, okay. I, I want to pick and choose a who I get naked in front of, and b hopefully who gets naked in front of me. So let me let me just let me just tell you a quick David Jacoby story. I'm in Greece. I'm in the island of Eos. And I was traveling with my friends from the production of the Olympics. We're going island hopping, like as we discussed in the previous pod. And I took my moped and I was like, what's down that street? 
So I just went, I just went just exploring on my moped. Go over a hill, go around a bend, over another hill, and I see it. There's a small hut and there's a huge, huge quarter mile beach, white sand. And it's empty. So I take my lay my towel down. I look to my left, look to my right, look behind me. I was like, there's no one here. So why am I wearing this bathing suit? Right? So I take the suit off. I'm alone, dog. I didn't know as far as the eye can see, not a soul. I take the suit off and I go swim in the water. Just f- clean, like like I'm like a seal. I'm I'm like a shark. I'm like an otter. Just 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 no clothes, just parts dangling, waves, waves crashing over me. And that was one of the freest and most in tune with nature moments I've ever had. So while I say I'm not an exhibitionist either, and I'd rather be naked behind closed doors in private areas, I do understand the sort of the oneness with the earth when you're in your birthday suit in the natural habitat. But that's different than we having a buffet and it's (laughs) 25 people naked. Excuse me, can I get past you to get to the cold Let me get some chicken with those waffles. You know what I'm saying? Boobs everywhere, <laughs> butt everywhere. He said we at the buffet. I don't want to sit on the couch in the lobby. I don't Come know. On, dog. I, don't, I don't know what. And 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 like and, and, and you know, I, you know. Whatever you about for, to say, whatever you about to say, don't say it. I know you. Whatever you about to say, don't say it. What, whatever right, you're what, about what, to say, do not say it. We need to keep this show on the air. Well, well, here's here, here's here's basically like. The, the anatomy of bodies, like I just don't look at my male anatomy and feel like that looks attractive. Oh, no, I agree, agree, agree. That, I, don't know what women see. I, don't, I don't know what women see in us. That's I do not know me. what women see in us. I do not know what women see in us. And we're dumb <laughs> and mean. <laughs> Smooth transition to this video I saw yesterday it went viral. I don't know if you saw it, because I'd, I'd be on some Grammy websites. New York City subway. Sometimes you see some weird things. Now this seems like it was like plotted to go on the internet, but there were some young ladies in bathing suits. There was a blow up pool. There was a slip and slide. There was a lot of liquor bottles and they had themselves a little, a little water park party right there on the L train. I believe it was the L train. The video has gone viral, but one of my favorite parts about it was the reactions of the non-participants because there's certainly about a dozen people that were kind of in on it and they're filming it seems like they got their desired results but this the bystanders are my favorite part because there's a lot of people just getting liquor poured down their throats just regular people on their way to work or whatever just like getting involved it was it was it was kind of wild so my question for you mr rose you're taking the l train a strap hanger is what they call us someone gets on puts a slip and slide in a pool in there, starts partying. There's what the kids call twerking involved. How do you react? I'll let them enjoy themselves. Are you a participant in the activities? I'm not participating though. If a young lady comes over with a bottle of cognac and says, would you like some, Mr. Rose? Nah, it's a setup. (laughs) I'm good. You didn't wake up this morning thinking you was gonna meet me. You know I don't have saying? that kind of discipline. I don't no, have that, that kind of discipline. No, if I'm not on my way to work, if I'm on my way home from work, 
and there's a party going on, and someone just offers me a little a little beverage. That's the I'm, I'm I'm participating. I'm, I'm, I'm participating. Good. We always want you to participate. You can participate in our show by calling 985-80-Jalen. 985-80-Jalen, you leave us a voicemail. We'll put it on the show just like this. Shout out, Reg. What's going on, y'all? I got a cultural, a regional, and it's regarding the dog ownership. And I think how we name the dogs matters, how we feed the dogs matters, where the dogs are allowed to sleep matters. But does it matter how the racial identification of the dogs? Because I look like Jacoby and I got some friends in my life that look like Jalen. And they assert that their dog is 100% black. So I just want to know, cultural or regional, giving your dog a race on top of his breed or whatever the dog already has. All right. <laughs> Take care, y'all. Peace and love. Absolutely one love. This is something I've never considered in my life. I, this is why I love the voicemail section of the pod, because you get questions that you've just never heard before. I don't have a take on this. I've, I've never considered dogs with race. Mr. Rose, cultural or regional, assigning a race to your dog. And does that dog's race have to match yours? Could an all-white family adopt a dog and be like, we got a black dog? <laughs> it's got black tendencies, black behaviors. <clears throat> Definitely cultural. And okay. you just alluded to it at the end. Tendencies. So a lot of times we'll get dogs that we feel like, you know, fit our fit our whatever personality we want to have with the dog. So if it's um, like like a, a guard a, dog. Some people want a tough guard dog. It's gonna guard yeah, the house. Yeah, yeah, like a. And so, like we've had dogs growing up my entire life. And here's another thing that's cultural. People that look like me always name their dogs after movie characters. I don't know about always, but m more so, more so. Uh, movie characters, or like a. A really famous like notable like individuals but the personality thing in naming a dog is like we'll feel like this pit bull this German Shepherd this rep this Rottweiler like represents my personality mm. so 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 it's more that not that a Chihuahua can't have that but it, it, it just don't hit the same you're projecting a little bit. You're projecting some of your ideal ideals about your personality onto the dog. Correct. You know what I mean? Well, uh, uh, well, I would say this is cultural as well, but I would love, I would love to see a white family that's like, oh, this dog is black. Like, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> like uh, we, Rufus, we got him when he was a puppy. We've raised him, but it's just, he's listen, he's he's just black. We're not going to go into generalizations and stereotypes about what those tendencies would be, but um, I would love to see that example. Someone call 9580 Jalen and explain to me why your dog is a different ethnicity than the people that are the parents of the dog. Um, one thing I will say about dog ownership I'm noticing a lot in New York City is like, it's not 100%, but it's probably like 30 or 40%, but sometimes dogs really do look like their owners. And I don't know if it started that way, if it just went that way, but is, there's a, there's, every once in a while you'll be like, you two are, are looking exactly the alike. Like you are the well, dog version of you. Well, well, basically like it, it's, it's the couples start to look alike too. Yep. What that is? Is they actually start? They start to. Be, they start to be built to like. 
Mm. That, that's really what I it can is. see that. There, there, there's a term is like you. The, the, the more you feed somebody, the more they start to look like you. I like that. And then, so one more thing I noticed about dogs, especially here in New York City, two things about people walking dogs in New York City. If you see someone walking a dog in New York, you know they live within like three or four blocks. People don't take their dogs to other neighborhoods to go for walks, right? So if you see someone walking a dog, be like, oh, that person lives in this neighborhood. And that's especially helpful for single people, right? Secondly, sometimes I see a, 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 a person, a man walking a dog. I'm like, oh, that's definitely her dog. And she had it before the relationship. <laughs> you see that yes. all the time. Yes. Where it's just like, that's, yes. it's got a pink bow. It's tiny and fluffy and the hair's yeah. all done. And it's a big brolic dude just waiting for it to poop. And I'm just like, oh, she got you. Like, she, got, she got you. You in love. Most, you are in I got love. the most important thing I need to say before we end this show. And it is about dog ownership. We have two family dogs. My kids shout, do. Shout to King Louie. Shout to King Louie. King Louie and Queen Loki. Oh, right? I don't know about Loki. Great. Two, yep. two great names. Mariah got Loki recently. And so, as I'm walking the dogs, and you're right, within the proximity of where, where they live, I thought about something. What's that? This poop is big. It's warm. And I ain't trying to be walking a half a mile after I just picked this up. So I ain't picking this up. Because you live in the burbs. You know what I mean? Because there's not trash can on every corner like there is in New York City. You know what I mean? There's trash can on every corner. So you walk in a half block tops. But you're getting away from my point. I am not trying to continue to walk after I just picked up anybody's poop. I don't well, want that on my hands in the middle of the street. Well, the, people use bags, I understand that, but it's the carrying it around part. See, when you're in the burbs, you gotta carry it around for a quarter mile before you even see a trash can. No, I'm talking about the actual act of putting on a glove or putting on a bag and picking up doo-doo. Well, just because Jaylen you, let, oh, hold on, let me break some news to y'all. Just because you have a glove on your hand, don't I don't believe that 100% resolves <laughs> the poop and the residue that's I on love, your hand. I just love when you're like, sure, plastic, plastic, but you know what? So, some particles can get through the plastic. Yes. That plastic's not 100%. Unless no. it's made, unless he, so that's, that's why Jalen puts a condom out over his whole hand <laughs> before he picks up the poop. It's like, this is scientifically proven to keep yes. bacteria out Correct. from the other side. I'm getting those heavy-duty latex <laughs> yellow gloves that you wash your dishes with because I ain't using, I ain't using this thin biodegradable plastic bag. I agree with you. Because a, a lot of those plastic bags are like small and thin and biodegradable. That's, I, I, I don't want a dog, dog. Hey, hey, I don't fam, want a dog. Just, just think about it like this. There are times when we use the bathroom and we do a number two and wipe our backside. And there are times where your fingers go through the tissue or it don't always. There's times where it get on your hand. For sure. There's times, that's, I don't care how old you are, there's times when they get on your you know, hand. When, it, when that happens, you know they say sing happy birthday when you wash your hands? I sing the Stevie version when that happens. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the full <laughs> happy birthday to you. I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm, there's, I can't, I'll, I'll be in there for a full minute just washing, scrubbing, everything, oh, double checking, reapplying the soap and all that. Jalen Rose, we'll be back tomorrow with another dope pod to step two. Why is that? Shout to dogs, man's best friend, and all of our dog lovers. We're not done. We're not done. We are not done.